this is a very, very difficult situation. Handle a situation where you have to fire a team member very, very carefully. Do it appropriately because it's the right thing to do. Nothing I just said or none of that advice I was just sharing with you is going to make this situation an easy situation. It is a difficult situation, but you can handle it appropriately. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am so very grateful that you're spending your very valuable time with me. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today I want to talk to you about a very difficult situation, especially it's difficult for a new leader, especially someone that is having to do this for the very first time as a leader. And that situation is a situation where you need to fire one of your team members. And we're going to talk about that in detail from really from a number of different angles. We're going to talk about uh, why is it important that you handle this situation correctly. Uh, we're also going to talk about why you might find yourself, uh, you know, at this point or, or in this situation where you have to uh, let a team member go. And we're going to talk about the, the all of those reasons why. And then Probably most importantly in this episode, we're going to get into the meeting, if you will. We're going to get into exactly how do you fire a team member. And this episode, I mean, it, it comes to you because I get a lot of questions from coaching and also workshop clients. And those questions are typically, they take this form. How would you lead in a situation where blank, right? Um, and, you know, Again, the, the question that, that is coming my way, it's it always identifies a really, really difficult situation, right? You have you have a team member that is disgruntled. You have a team member that is destroying uh, teamwork. Um, and this this firing situation, needing to let someone go, that, that is also a very typical example in those questions. You know, how would you lead in a situation where you had to fire a team member? And so I want to kind of, uh, in this episode, I want to address that, right? But again, I want to address it from three different angles. Why is it important you handle it correctly? Um, why? What are the reasons that you might get to this point where you need to fire someone? And then specifically, how do you handle that situation? Okay, so let's first talk about why is it so important? If you're as a leader, and in, in, in new, especially new leaders, first time you've done this, why is it important that you deal with this correctly? Okay. So first thing is you need to deal with this situation correctly because just because it's the right thing to do, right? That's first and foremost, why you need to correctly handle this, uh, this, uh, firing incident, because it's the right thing to do. I mean, the reality is you are, you're dealing with someone's life here, right? You're, you're dealing with their livelihood uh, they probably have a family that they are supporting with this job that they have. And so you, you're, 
you're kind of messing with their life here, if you will. And so as a leader, recognizing that reality, it's just the right thing to do to ensure that you are handling the situation as best you possibly can. So it's just the right thing to do. That's why it's important to deal with a firing situation correctly. But the second reason that you as a leader, you want to deal with this firing situation correctly is is the fact that it impacts the remaining team members, those that are left behind, um, those that remain on your team. This firing situation impacts them as well. Now, I oftentimes counsel leaders, especially when they have a an individual on their team member that is in some way really bringing the whole team down. Maybe it's through their attitude or their behavior or even their actions. They, as a team member, they're doing something that really brings the team down. And I oftentimes counsel leaders that if you if you will actually remove that team member from the team, the remaining team members will oftentimes, they will express their appreciation for you taking the difficult step to remove that individual from the team. And at the same time, those remaining team members will oftentimes kind of step up their game. They will make up for the absence of that team member. They will they will begin to perform even better um, and so forth. Now, that is almost always true, except in the situation where you as a leader, you handle the, the firing or the removal of that team member incorrectly because that that mishandling of the situation, it is eventually going to get back to those remaining team members. Okay. So just recognize that they, your remaining team members are impacted in, in ways that are beyond and greater than just the, the sheer reality that they, they're missing a team member now, right? If you have a team of five and you let one of those team members go, now it's a team of four. Well, you have to recognize that your remaining team members are impacted on a on a greater scale than just the fact that now their five, team of five has been dropped to four, they're also impacted by how you as a leader handle that situation. We're going to talk about that a little bit later too when we talk about addressing the remaining team members. But you need to know that if you handle the the firing of a team member inappropriately, word is going to get back to those team members that are remaining. It's oftentimes the case, right, that there are friendships, there are relationships among team members within your team. And when you let a team member go, those relationships don't just vanish. And so outside of work, those team members will, will they'll talk. And, and if that team member that has been let go, if they start to talk about how you as a leader handled this situation inappropriately, you you better bet that it's going to impact your remaining team members. It's going to impact your leadership effectiveness with those remaining team members as well. So you want to handle this as appropriately as you possibly can because it's going to impact the, the team that remains and it's going to impact your leadership as well. And then the third reason I want to I want to go through these pretty quickly because I know that you're listening to this podcast probably because you want to get to the third point here. How do you fire a team member? But the third point related to why it's important to handle this firing correctly is that when you handle 
removing a team member or firing a team member, when you handle it correctly, you're protecting your team, but you're also protecting your business. Okay. So anytime we're in a situation where we've let a team member go, we always run the risk that that team member is going to want to in some way retaliate towards us. And there are cases where the the removal or the, or the firing of a team member has done has been done so in such an inappropriate way that that team member that's been fired they actually have legal grounds now to come back to the team or come back after uh, the business or after the team and you as a leader you do not want to put your team you do not want to put your business at risk because you've handled a situation inappropriately right so those are the three reasons why you want to make sure when you're in a firing situation, you're handling this very, very carefully and you're ensuring that you're going, you're doing it the right way. It's because it's the right thing to do. You're, you're dealing with a person here in their life. It impacts the team that is remaining and your influence as a leader over that team, but also it then protects your team and your business from any kind of legal actions or anything after the fact. Okay. So let's talk about why you might be here. What are the three scenarios why you might be in a situation now where you need to fire a team member? I see uh, that there are three scenarios that get you to this point. The first and probably the most common, especially when it's asked to me in the form of, you know, how would you lead in a situation where blank, um, is poor individual performance. That's probably the most common reason that you're going to find yourself in this situation where you need to let a team member go. And that is that that individual, that team member has been performing uh, poorly. Okay. Now it may be simply they aren't accomplishing the tasks that they're supposed to be accomplishing, right? They're not achieving their goals. Or it may be even beyond that, they're not achieving their goals, uh, but they're, um, they're also their attitude or their behavior within the team, it may be kind of pulling the team down. Now, the tricky situation in this poor performance or individual performance is sometimes you will have an individual that is achieving their goal. Maybe you have a salesman and they are a rock star salesman. And so they're hitting their revenue goals. They're hitting their sales goals. But again, their attitude and their behavior among the team is dragging the rest of the team down and so forth. Uh, so, any of those scenarios are related to you have an individual with poor performance. Now, I want to say this about all three of these scenarios that, that get you into this situation of firing a team member. And that is, in especially in this number, this first one, this poor individual performance. If you get to the point that you are having a meeting and you're letting that team member go, you're firing that team member, it should never be a surprise to that team member if you're having to do so for poor individual performance. It should not be a surprise to them. Leading up to this meeting that you're having where you're firing this team member, you should have had many prior mentoring and coaching sessions with this team member to try to get them to improve or correct their behavior or change their attitude, whatever it might be that you're, that you're, uh, documenting as poor performance, you should have done everything in your power as the leader prior to this meeting 
to improve their uh, performance so that you don't even have to have this meeting. So you don't have to let them go. You don't have to fire them, right? So just know that if you get into a meeting where you're firing a team member and it's for poor individual performance of any sort, it should not be a surprise to them at all that you're having this meeting because you as a leader have worked so hard prior to this to ensure that their performance has improved, right? So that's scenario number one, poor individual performance. The second reason or second scenario that you'll find yourself sometimes in a situation where you have to fire a team member is poor business performance, poor business performance. Now, sometimes the individual or even the team performance is there. You're accomplishing your goals, whatever those may be. But for whatever reason, the business is just not performing in a way that will allow you to keep all of your existing team members. Sometimes the revenue coming in is not as much as the cost going out. And so you're in a business situation where you have to make the tough decision. Well, we can't keep everyone on the team and keep the business alive. I mean, if you don't, as a leader in this situation, if you don't make this tough decision to let some of your team members go or one of your team members go, then you run the risk that the business is going to completely go under and then everyone loses their job, right? So you make the tough decision based on poor business performance that you have to let a team member go. Now, in this scenario, much like the first scenario, I would submit to you that if you're in a meeting where you're having to let a team member go and you're having to do so for poor business performance, I don't believe in that situation, it should be a shock to that individual either. Now, this one is a little tricky uh, because what I'm talking about here is I believe leadership within a business should be transparent enough to communicate very well with all of their team members, all of their employees, uh, the proper status, the, the appropriate and accurate status of the business at any given time. I firmly believe that a business should be transparent about how they stand financially, how they stand from a you know a revenue standpoint, a sales standpoint, a cost standpoint. I believe the business should be very, very transparent with that. And so if a business is transparent with those th that information, then when you find yourself in a meeting with a team member and you're having to fire them for poor business performance, they're not at all shocked about the fact that the business is doing poorly and might have to make tough decisions such as the one you're in the meeting for right now. Now, having said that, there are times, and, and I totally get this, and, and you have to understand this as a leader, there are times where an individual will not connect the dots that, oh, okay, yes, for months now, you've been telling us that the business is performing poorly but they don't necessarily connect the dots and recognize, oh, that might mean that I lose my job, right? So they may not completely make that connection. But again, in this meeting, you're going to be talking to them about, uh, we need to let you go. Um, and the reasons behind having to let you go are business related, right? Their poor performance of our business. That should not be a shock to them. That poor performance of the business should not be a shock to them. Again, they may not completely connect the dots on them losing their job, but poor performance of the business should not be the first time they've heard that here in a meeting where they're being let go. Okay, so poor individual performance, poor business 
performance. And then the third reason you might find yourself in a situation where you need to fire a team member is for a legal or ethical violation of some sort on behalf of this person that you are firing. They've done something that is illegal or they've done something that is unethical um, and therefore they need to be fired. They need to be removed from the team. And typically when this is the case, they're removed from the team immediately, right? R walked out the out of the building uh, kind of thing. Now, in this scenario, it is oftentimes that that individual is sh surprised. They're shocked that they are getting fired today. And now they should not be shocked that they have done something illegal or they've done something unethical in some way. Uh, because if you find yourself in this scenario, you have to make sure if you're firing someone for a violation of something legal or ethical, you have to be certain that you have the appropriate evidence and proof that that is the case. You would never fire someone because another team member said they did something illegal, for instance, right? Uh, let's just say uh, someone is stealing from the company. You would never fire someone because another team member said that other team member stole from the company. You would only fire someone when you had the hard evidence that that person is stealing from the company. So when you get into the meeting, they're not going to be surprised that they were stealing from the company. They're going to be surprised that you caught them, that you have evidence of that and that you're taking the appropriate action to remove them, to fire them, right? So those are the three scenarios. Poor individual performance will certainly eventually get you to the point where you need to fire a team member. Poor business performance will potentially get you to a situation where you have to fire team members. Both of those scenarios should not be shocked a shock to that individual. And then the third scenario is uh, some kind of legal and ethical violation on behalf of, on the part of that person that you are firing. And again, they, they're going to be surprised that you caught them and that you're taking action to that. Now, having said all that, why it's important we do this correctly and what scenarios you might find yourself needing to fire a team member. Let's talk about, well, how do you actually do it? Right? How do you actually fire a team member? What are the logistics? What are the, what, what are the mechanics of having a meeting with that team member for the purpose of firing them? Okay, so first of all, let's talk about what do you need to do leading up to that meeting that you're going to have with that individual? The first thing that you want to do is you want to gather your supporting evidence. Gather your supporting evidence. Now, this is no matter what the scenario, whether it's individual performance, business performance, or some type of legal or ethical violation, you want to gather the evidence that supports your decision to let that team member go. Okay. If it's in the poor individual performance, then the gathering of that supporting evidence is all the documentation of, of your mentoring and your coaching, and you're trying to lead this individual through better performance. If it's b poor business performance, well, then you have you know, quarterly reports or monthly reports or whatever it might be that, that indicate that show you that the business is performing poorly. If it's a legal or ethical violation, whatever the hard evidence is that you have, that they have violated the law or some ethical boundary, you, you've got to have that evidence, right? So you, you gather your evidence and then you want to, secondly, and how do you uh, fire a team member? Secondly, you want to align all of the 
necessary support you need to actually carry out the firing of this team member. Now, oftentimes this gathering or aligning of the support that you need, it's really twofold probably usually. It's your own, your boss, right? So if you have a team member that you need to fire, well, you can't surprise your boss with that, right? You have to have had conversations and communication with your own boss uh, leading up to this point, right? So they have to be in the know, they have to understand and they have to know what's going on. So you'd never surprise uh, your, your, um, your own leadership with the firing of one of your team members. But additionally, in addition to that, first of all, your boss, but secondly, you're also want to align with the support that's needed from human resources, right? Your, your human resources group, um, or maybe, uh, even a legal group. Sometimes HR and legal is, is one department and, and so forth, but you want to go and get alignment and support from that department, because that's the department that, for instance, they're going to, they're going to take care of what does the separation agreement look like, right? You, is there some type of, uh, additional, um, uh, insurance coverage and things like that, that this individual can, uh, can utilize? Is there, you know, is there a package of some sort that's going to, uh, to pay them after the fact for a short period of time, whatever those details are, it's your human resources and, or your legal department that is going to provide you with that information. And frankly, also the HR department is probably going to accompany you when you have this meeting with that individual. In fact, I certainly recommend that if you're having a meeting with an individual for the purpose of firing them, you have a second person with you. you and, and oftentimes, again, that is HR. Uh, but if for no other reason, you have them there as a witness to the meeting. Okay. But again, most of the time that's going to be HR. They're going to be there for the purpose of serving as a witness, but they're also going to be there for the purpose of sharing the information with that employee of what's available, available to them after the fact, uh, from a benefit standpoint and so forth. Okay. Now, so we've gathered our supporting evidence. We've gathered the support from other people within the business that we, that we need to support from. Now we're going to actually have the meeting with that individual. And as I said, you want to have that second person with you for the purpose of, of witnessing, but also for the purpose of sharing the supporting information. Um, and when you sit down with that individual, here's something that is very, very important. And, and I recommend that you actually have a conversation with yourself. I do this all the time, but have a conversation with yourself prior to this meeting, because this meeting is going to be, you're going to be very nervous. Um, very quickly, this individual is going to recognize what's happening. And so they may get defensive. They may even get angry and so forth. So this is going to be a really difficult situation. And none of this advice that I can give you on this podcast is going to make the situation easy. But again, we can make it, we can do it correctly. But before the meeting, have conversations with yourself and talk, talk to yourself about staying focused on the activity, not the person. What you have to tell yourself, and, and I literally tell myself out loud, I will talk to myself out loud and say, um, th this person is not a bad person. Their performance is poor, and we've tried really, really hard to get them up to performance, but their performance is just not there. 
So you want to be really careful that you stay focused on the activity, not on the person. Now, this is why this is so important. And this is so, why it's so important that you have these conversations with yourself before the meeting is because you don't want to get into the meeting and in the course of the conversation in the meeting, you don't want to talk about, start talking about that person as a person, almost kind of pointing your finger at them, right? And so um, if, let's say that uh, you are firing someone because they were always late to work, your language can't be, you are always late, therefore I'm firing you. Instead, your language is going to be about the action, the tardiness, right? You're not going to you're not going to identify that person as someone performing poorly. You're only going to identify the activity or the behavior or the attitude that has gotten you all to this point that you're firing them, right? So stay focused on the activity, not on the per person. And again, if you'll have conversations with yourself beforehand, it will make that conversation go much easier. And I also do this, and I, and I certainly, uh, I certainly suggest that you do as well. Write out the script of what you're going to say. Um, this is really important again because it's a it's a really tense and really nervous situation. So just write out the script of what you're going to say. Write it on a little three by five note card or something like that. And you can even take the card with you to the meeting because it, it conveys to that person that, hey, this is important to you that you want to do this right. And, and, and so you've, you've taken some notes. So I highly recommend that, right? So take some notes, write down what you're going to say. It's going to be short. It's going to be to the point and it's going to be clear. Okay. And you're just going to write that out and you're going to stay focused on the activity, not on the per person. Uh, and then, also, number four here, you want to avoid discussion in this situation. This is not a matter of discussion. This is not an opportunity for that individual to, in some way, defend themselves or in some way to re refute or, or rebut whatever, you know, whatever evidence you have that's brought you to the decision of firing this individual. This, the decision has been made at this point. The decision has been made and there's no reversing it, right? So it doesn't matter what that individual would say. The decision has already been made. It is a final decision and there's no, there's no discussion to be had. So you want to avoid a, a discussion. So the way you would handle this, again, you're going to have this card written up or you're going to have these notes written up on here's, here's how I'm going to convey to this individual that based on poor individual performance that we've been working on for months now, I know this is not a sh shock to you, but based on the fact that that performance has not been, has not improved, today is your last day with us. I regret to inform you of that decision, right? And when you let them know that and they may start to, well, wait a minute now, hold on. You can just politely and, and firmly say, I, I understand you probably have a lot of thoughts and, and concerns and comments about this, but the decision has been made and that decision is final. Uh, and so you want to avoid this discussion because too often in these kind of situations, allowing a discussion will only turn into an argument. Okay. So this is not an opportunity 
for discussion. If it's, um, you know, if it's any of those first two situations, individual performance or business performance, this person has heard all the evidence already. If it's legal or ethical violation, then, you know, they know they've done what they've done. And so there's no point in having a discussion. Just let them know that the decision is final. Now, number five that I'll share with you. So we're gathering supporting evidence. We're aligning support, the, the support that's needed. We're going to stay focused on the activity, not the per person. We're going to avoid discussions. And number five is probably, in my opinion, the most important step here, especially as it relates to um, lessening the impact after the fact. And that is you want to always maintain that person's dignity. Maintain that person's dignity. Now, you can do this in a number of different ways. Um, oftentimes, it's a scenario that when you are firing a team member, that they're leaving that day, right? They're off the team that day. Uh, that's almost always the case. But in handling the, the, the few minutes after that meeting, you can do a lot to maintain their dignity. Um, what you can do is, for instance, um, uh, uh, some companies, uh, they will offer to, um, you know, they'll just offer to let that employee leave right then. And then they'll separately, HR or someone else will go to their desk, pack up all their personal belongings and have their belongings shipped to them. Um, others will, and I try to do this as much as I possibly can, Others will offer that employee an opportunity to go back to their desk, gather up whatever personal belongings they can. Uh, now, oftentimes you you won't allow them to, you know, a full-blown move. I mean, if if we're talking boxes and boxes of things, you, you usually won't allow that, but at least allow them the dignity to kind of go back to the desk. They're, they're most likely going to go go back to their desk escorted by you or, or someone else. Uh, just so that they can't do something inappropriate while they're at their desk, but allow them the opportunity to grab a purse or to, you know, collect up some pictures of their family that are on the desk. Th those few things that are really important to them, give them the opportunity to gather those things and so forth. So there's a number of different ways that you can ensure that you're maintaining this person's dignity. If, if it really goes poorly and in, in some way, this individual feels like you have violated their dignity. This is when word gets back to the remaining team members. And now those, your, your um, existing team members, your remaining team members are going to feel like you handled the situation inappropriately. So be careful with that, that you're maintaining their dignity. And then last, the last step, this person is now gone. Uh, they've left the building. They are out of um, uh, off the team officially now. The last remaining item uh, here is to address your remaining team members. Address the remaining team, and you need to do this really quickly. Um, you want to gather everybody together uh, shortly after the meeting that you've had, where you're firing that team member, and you want to do this quickly because rumors run very quickly. Right, word gets back to team members very, very quickly. And so you want to gather everybody together and you want to address them uh, together as a, as a team as quickly as you possibly can. Now, when you meet with the team members, you want to be very, very careful that you're not divulging any personal information 
about that individual. So for instance, uh, you know, if we're firing that individual for poor performance reasons, you cannot tell your team that you don't want to tell your team, Hey, you know, Hey, sorry, we got rid of Sam today. His performance was just bad. He just never could get it together. Right. That is not the message you're going to give to your team. You cannot give them the details of the reason why you're you're letting that person go with the exception of the business performance, the poor business performance. So it's, if it's individual performance or even if it's a legal and ethical violation, you cannot go back to your team and say, we let this person go because of this reason. Now, if it's business related, then you can, right? You can say, hey, look, we've been telling you for months now, the business is really suffering. Our numbers are not worth they need to be. And so today we had to make the tough decision to let Sam go. Sorry if you're in the audience, your name is Sam. Uh, I just drew that name off the top of my head. Um, But when you go back to and talk to your team, address your team, you don't want to divulge any of that information. You cannot divulge any of that information about their poor performance or or certainly any legal or ethical violation. You can't divulge that either. if in those situations where it is performance related or, or legal or ethical violations related, then your language is something along the lines, Hey team, look, I just wanted to get you together today to uh, let you know that uh, I had to make the very difficult decision to let uh, Sam go today. Um, I'm not going to get into any of the details uh, behind the decision to do that just for the sake of protecting Sam and his privacy and, and so forth. Uh, but I just need to make you aware that we uh, let Sam go. Now, as a part of addressing the team, you also want to include in addressing the team, well, well, now what? What are we going to do now? So as I just said, hey, uh, I had to make this difficult decision today to let Sam go. Uh, I know that that means we're now down a person, we're down a team member. And so in order to accommodate for that, we're going to do this and we're going to change this up and over here. Oh, and then by the way, please know that I'm going to be working diligently to backfill that position and get a new team member in here, right? You want to give them the details about, well, what are we going to do next? What next? Okay. So address the team quickly. Do not divulge any kind of private or or personal information about the team member that you've let go and then tell the team what next, right? What are you doing next? Now, as I said earlier, this is a very, very difficult situation. Handle a situation where you have to fire a team member very, very carefully. Do it appropriately because it's the right thing to do. Nothing I just said or none of that advice I was just sharing with you is going to make this situation an easy situation. It is a difficult situation, but you can handle it appropriately. You can uh, maintain that person's dignity and you can handle it well, even with the remaining team members after the fact. So be sure that you take advantage of, of this advice that I'm giving you related to firing a team member. Again, I know it's difficult and I wish you the very best if you find yourself in a situation where you do have to fire a team member. Hey, before I let you go, I also want to remind you about our leadership calculator. Head over to theleadershipcalculator.com. You can utilize our free tool there for measuring your leadership. When you measure your leadership, That means you can now improve your leadership. And with improved leadership effectiveness, hopefully you'll never find yourself in a situation where you have to fire a team member. 
So be sure you take advantage of that. Le the leadershipcalculator.com. Head over there and take advantage of our leadership calculator. And until I speak to you again next week, know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.